Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fina Tapender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rab Florence and Grado's sitting there. Grado, you are on this show with me as usual. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right, Rab. How's yourself? I'm good. I'm good. No, but how actually are you? Because I know it's a thing you do at the top of the show. You kind of go like, how are you, mate? I am all right. How actually are you, mate? Well, first of all, I'm a wee bit kind of sad that I've just found out about the passing of Bob Ryder. I just tweeted about it there. Bob was the he was original TNA guy. He started the company with Jeff and JB and everybody else in two thousand two. He's been there since. He was the first guy uh, to phone me to offer me a contract five or six years ago. Hey, Grado, you ready to come to America? And I'll never ever forget that. And he was the nicest, nicest man. Every month he helped me, helped me with my flights, helped me with with everything to do with money wise and stuff like that. And uh, he he was. Everybody loved him. Everybody he was just a great guy, and unfortunately had cancer near the end and stuff like that. But he, but I'm, I'm telling you, he was. He's been in wrestling for like thirty odd years back before there was podcasts and shoot interviews and stuff like that. He was involved, um, with kind of like radio stuff with WCW that was so original at the time, and he's been with TNA every day since. So, uh, sad reading about it. Um, and hearing about it, one of the boys just gave us a bell there, and you know it's only just happened in the last hour, and it's a bit weird that I don't know how moral this is, but TNA have they made any official statement on it, and like Meltzer's reporting it, and I'm like, hold on, man, just what? It's just it's not scoop, mate. I just this is, uh, a yep. you know what I mean. I, I I don't think Bob had much family. I could be wrong, but I just think it's a bit. Oh, I've got to go on. Oh, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to report it. It's just a bit immoral. I mean, obviously it's going to get out, but then that's by the by, that's by the by, but it's just a wee bit. And also, it's the folk that are stooging after him as well, but that, that's always going to be the case. Of. See, this is a weird thing I think that people forget is it's um, guys like Meltzer and stuff like that have a huge influence, don't they, on um, on the scene and stuff. And, and has he has had a huge influence for a, for a long, long time, but there's a reason why, you know, we call these things the dirt sheets and stuff like that, you know what I mean? I mean, these guys have, have get, don't have many morals. No. You know what I mean? They don't. They, they can't be 
they can't be in that game if they have morals, if they care about people's feelings, if that's true, you know, that. any of that. So it's odd that you know it's odd that he gets the respect that he does get because I don't know what Meltzer's done that's good for professional wrestling. If I'm being honest, do you know what I mean? I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that agree with you, mate. I mean, that's uh, personally the guy met him, thought he was brand new. He's He's kind of buried me a few times, but then I've been deserved to be buried, but he's also put me over sometimes as well, you know. But but I think most folk would agree with you that he's a bit, yeah. I mean, I've, I've met some wrestlers that if you even mention his name, it's like, stop fucking talking about him. Do not Aye. talk about him. So there's some folk that just absolutely hate him, and I can probably understand why, but it seems as though, like, he's kind of, he's, he's cool to a lot of some of the wrestlers. Now, see all this Uncle Dave Potter and shit Aye. like that? Fucking winds me up. Oh, he's been around for a long time. Anyway, let's not talk about him anymore. Uh, let's move on to... Let's hear, hear something. Um, uh, will we have a wee chat about Survivor Series before we go? We'll wait until the burying thing, because we want to talk about that. We want to talk about Survivor Series, wouldn't we? Um, I, I never watched it. I was going to well, watch I it. Did. I did, was... mate, so I can cover as they are, right? Uh, I want to thank Ryan, uh, who got in touch and said thanks to us for getting him back into wrestling. He says he's binge-listened to nearly every single episode at work. That's great to hear, Ryan. Glad you're enjoying the show. Keep tuning in. Uh, it's, it's, you don't say tuning in on the internet, but whatever as you do, pressing buttons. Keep pressing buttons on your phone. Uh, Jumbo says it's great to see Drew win the WWE Championship. I love the guy. Total shot in the arm for the WWE and can go on to win many more championships. But he's losing his hair, says Jimbo. And I think he needs to get his head shaved or get a transplant. Hopefully the latter, because he suits the long hair. I know as a fellow baldy, he says, that day has to come and he's clinging on, man. I had long hair and get shot yet when I started resembling a bargain basement Bill Bailey. I'm sorry, says Jumbo, but no matter how solid a cunt is, if your hair's stinking, I think I've got a chance. As, I don't, as no, I don't, I don't think Drew is losing his hair. No. You sure? Mm. I think this guy's. Mm. I think this guy's projecting here. I don't think Drew is losing his hair. Is it maybe thinning out because he dyes it black every other week? Could that be? Does that? I've not noticed any. I've not noticed any difference. No, unless he's got a kind of Gareth Bale type gimmick going on in the back of his dome. I don't know. And I'm speaking as a baldy here. John's making a face. I. It's, mm, it's, it looks like it's going that way. Greedo, is his dad bald? His dad's bald. I. No, uh, but it's, his mo- it's the mum's dad you look at to see if you're going to be bald or not. Is that right? Is it? Well, so I, don't know if, I don't know if she, he was bald, so I can't tell you that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, the mum's dad, are you... Maybe, maybe, maybe it's gone bald. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine that a guy who's had long hair and has experienced hair loss, he's probably seen the signs with Drew. You know what I mean? So we... I mean, you you had long hair, didn't you, Rob? I had long hair at one point, aye. I'm t- I totally forget you're bald because you've always got a bonnet on. Well, take it for me. I don't think he's... Go- I think he's got plenty of time. He's got plenty of time. About another four or five years or two? Oh, you? no, he's got another ten. Easy. So? Plenty of time. Take it for me. Anyway, you'll look fine if he shaves it. I bet you I bet you when he shaves his head, he looks much better than fucking Jumbo aye. looks. I'll tell you that. But these days in age, mate, you don't need, need these... They're, they're getting tattoos in their skull and they're getting fucking transplants and all that. I don't see him as the kind of guy that would go for the cosmetic surgery or whatever. No, they um, will just shave it off and just... Because he's solid, man. It's better, guys. Yeah, well, um, yeah, deal. I mean, that kind of market's kind of sewn up by ex-footballers and cricketers. 
you know, mm-hmm. on the back of the pages. So, and Bob. Uh, you know, <laughs> and, and Chelsea Bob. So he'll get, he'll get a wee cheeky deal if he's losing here, if he wants a wee right. hip transplant now. Well, listen, boys, remember li- the listener Keith, who we chatted to and he worked at Hugo Boss, remember? Aye. Uh, well, that's a, a few episodes back for anybody that's not heard that one. Very good, very good episode. Classic episode. Well, he has sent us a video of all the WWF wrestlers for 1987 on a stage singing a song called If You Only Knew. And aye, it's as awkward as it sounds. Uh, Hulk, Macho Man, Slick, Million Dollar Man singing. Everybody swaying and clapping along. Here's a wee blaster, Alice. Let's see how you better this one to go. Got the raw there as well, oiling them. Well, like, they're miming. They're miming. Get them a break, the wrestlers. <laughs> Bobby Heenan, beautiful. Does this totally take you back to me where I've been? Brad. It is a wee bit. You know, Jimmy Hart's loving this. Aye. I remember this song. Was this the Simon Cowell album? It might be. It's Hogan there. Hogan has a solo. I love how Virgil's no selling this. Mm-hmm. Ah, King Kong Bundy, Bundy there, man. Bundy, Bundy wees, wees fucking... Uh... He's <laughs> a better picture. So weird, it's like Hillbilly Jam looks about fucking 14 in this video. Junkyard Dog famously fell asleep at the Wheelie's motor. Crashed and died. There he is. <laughs> All kind of talks as well. You have to see us on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling now. Aye, if you want to see this video, get on our Patreon. Don't go on YouTube and just Google it. On YouTube, don't search for it on YouTube. Coco Wee Wells, fucking brilliant, isn't he? It goes on for five minutes. Right. We'll stop it. Uh, there's a. Uh, have I showed you the picture? See when you see Bundy standing there with his belly out and the the bow tie. Hold on, can you start it again? So, oh, sorry, sorry. Did I see Dynamite Kid there as well? Yeah. Fucking hell! Just the thought of Dynamite Kid doing that up on the stage while he fucking hated a lot of them. But they fucking actually hated kind of every the... one of them. Do you think? Do you think they've been warned? Right, don't be getting fucking up, you know, at your age. Somebody's had to warn Dynamite Kid not to fucking, I don't know, spray liquid LSD into the eyes of any of the audience or something. That's what they'd fucking need to say to him. So I've sent a picture into the group chat, um, which I think will be the picture that's used for for me if it never comes out but me. Anything (laughs) bad, that'll be the picture. It's... uh, Oh, definitely. Do you know what I mean? That's affecting yep. those doing what it's a picture of me here. I don't know if you can get that on the Patreon, but it's uh, a picture of me and a bow tie. So is this your death picture is what you're saying? So you're basically saying No, it's not a death no, picture. That's death if picture. something dodgy oh, gets if oh, something dodgy right. gets found in his laptop. Out in Snapchat or something like that. Right, ah, right, yeah, absolutely. That's a picture it's one of the ones. It looks like you could see that guy on the same show as a Savile. Or, you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing, isn't it? Right, so I think it's horrible. Yeah, absolutely. Get on it's a Patreon and you see that beautiful 40 of Grado. Let's see what the punters are, are saying. Um, now, 
the thing I want to talk about, right, and I know that some of the punters I want to talk about and all, is the high point, without a doubt, of Undertaker's farewell is these video messages he's been doing on Cameo to people that have paid for these video messages. I spent Monday, the vast majority of Monday, just pissing myself laughing at these videos coming out. They were fucking amazing. They were amazing. Right, let, we need to... Grado, have you, have you... What did you make of these? Well, the, the, my favourite video of all time now is Hello, Granny. <laughs> I just love it. Hello, Granny. And it was a lot better than what they'd done in Survivor Series. I thought Survivor Series was a bit weird, wasn't it? Oh, it was. We'll talk about that. But oh, let's okay. let's let's hear some. Let, let's hear a wee snippet here. Hello, Granny. It's the Undertaker. And I just wanted to wish you a late belated. Happy 91st birthday. Good Lord. 91. That's awesome. 91 years of dominance. Just like my 30 years of dominance. Granny, you keep doing what you're doing. You keep doing me a thing. Have a great Thanksgiving. And if anyone doesn't like it, tell them that you'll send the Undertaker after them personally. And they will rest in peace. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Someday at 91 getting that. It has to be said, by the way, he's looking good. He's looking good, take ah, there, I think. good, mate. Um, the, the one where he, he says about the husband. Oh, um, well, I've seen that one. Thank you for... Right, hold on. Well, hold on, I think I've got that one. I think this guy tweeted it. I think it's... Hold on. Thank you. Thank you for being such a great husband. Thank you for being such a wonderful father. Thank you. Thank you for being such a great husband. What is it? Thank you for being such a laughing man, but he's made like fucking 30k in half an hour. I know. He's just, he's just blasted through all of them, isn't he? Mate, he was on... F- Aye, he has, isn't he? You what do you mean? Would you dare, would you dare him? Why would you not get on cameo, mate? I don't know, man. I don't know. I just would you? Would you do it? We had a discussion about it before. I just think it's a bit. I mean, I don't want to bury it in case I end up having to do it. So we have a weird thing here in Scotland, though, didn't we? We think some doing something like that's a bit kind of. It's a bit yeah, an embarrassment, isn't it? That's de- definitely a Scottish thing. Do you know that? It must aye, be is. Because... Americans don't get. It. Listen, if the yeah. fucking Undertaker's doing it. Aye, aye, you know no, what I mean? it definitely is, man. You don't want to be seen. That's for come on. There you go, hen. There you go. There's a thing we have a do for your way. Do you know what I mean? That's no. I would. I'd, I wouldn't have the neck to turn around and go right. That's a score. Hurry up. Aye, aye, aye. No, I couldn't do it. De- couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But I might do it. <laughs> aye. Hello, Granny. Hello, Granny. Why not? For next week, send in your wrestling daft cameos, and we can do a couple. Of aye, we'll do a couple of threes. Aye, if you want. Uh, right, we'll, we'll, we'll do it for three and all. Right, well, listen, so the Undertaker done 30, we'll day three. Aye, that's <laughs> right. fair enough. Right, we'll day three next week. So what did, what did he charge? Did he charge a grand for each one? Yep. Fucking hell, man. A grand for each one and he done 30. It's maybe worth it, isn't it? He done 30 and they'll last like about a minute. I Like you say, like half an hour, just stunning in costume backstage at Survivor yeah. Series, 30, 30k and he's, and he's been. I mean, fuck me. You see him on GMTV? On GM, uh, only the... Aye, the breakfast thing. He was on Good Morning Britain. Where would you call it? Yeah, you sent me the Morgan. thing, didn't you? Aye, I never watched. Oh, I just. Oh. Aye, I saw it all. It's good to see him 
he, you can see he's enjoying being able to like be sell and talk to people now. You know what I mean? Mate, he'll be an I'm a celebrity next year. <laughs> I hope so. He could be, by the way. He could I be. Hope so. Um, celebrity pointless. Here's the <laughs> celebrity come down with me. Him and fucking uh, Craig Charles and fucking <laughs> Kevin Webster and <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Christopher, what'd you call him? Christopher, what'd you call him? Christopher Biggins. <laughs> we we asked some of the punters, by the way, what they would they would have wanted the um the Undertaker to say. Uh, Davy suggested when your grand comes round. And she's wanting a wee cake, Empire biscuit, or yum yum with her tea. Make sure it's McGee's. <laughs> that was Davy's suggestion. You might be stealing your gig, Grado. As a belter, could you yum imagine yum. that? Sorry, big man, we don't need you this year. We've got fucking Taker. Aye, tidy. <laughs> Auntie Bloom suggested, Hello, Sean, it's me. <laughs> Simon Laban, I love you and always will. Have a rocking great day and remember, vote them out. Cool. Scott Scott McKenzie's got a good one. Eleven. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Um, right, do the Lucas one, Gredo. Right, the Lucas one. Where is it? Second one down on that page. I am the dead man. The Undertaker. I am here today with an important announcement. Petrol stations, stop overcharging juice. What? You think because you're out the way a bit, you can charge £2 for a bottle of iron brew? The RRP is printed on the bottle. You are con man. <laughs> I would love him to do that. <laughs> And Ryan, Ryan suggested, I'm a wrestler, Tay. <laughs> right, it's time for the pun, and this has become a regular feature. Every week we ask you to come up with puns based on wrestling. This week, Grado wanted to hear your medical-based wrestling wordplay. You ready for this, Grado? I can I get mine at the road first? Get them in. Get them about in. half an hour ago, what do we see? And I did also, um, I did, for some reason, when I was doing the puns for this week, I, got, I, I found an extra... Um, or should I say, I come up with an extra sex one for last week? Right, right, right. I don't know. Maybe somebody said that I don't know, but I just, when I was trying to get the, the medical ones, I come up with Sasha Wanks. <laughs> Sorry, isn't it? Uh, anyway, good. medical pretty terms, good. I have went for this, but we were harder this week. Uh, first one Arthritis O'Neill, <laughs> uh, Pink Eye Party, uh, aye. Hell in a Stem Cell. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one probably is no good if you read it, but Dean Malinthnode <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Johnny St. Margaret's Hospice. <laughs> Johnny St. Johnny oh Margaret's God. Hospice. And also, the last one is about shit. Boke Dallas. <laughs> Boke Dallas. Ah, they're shit. <laughs> anyway. I feel bad. I feel bad that you think Bok Dallas is shit because yeah, I had so. Mean Gene Bokerland as well. So. <laughs> Fraser Smith. Fraser Smith says um, Albert the Hip Hop Hippo or Smear Test. Smear Test. Ah, Jesus. Um, Krieger the wrestler. Nah. Krieger 
the wrestler. I'm only joking. Krieger, the wrestler. Krieger, the wrestler. Fuck's sake. Right, I'm limiting that again. <laughs> Krieger, the wrestler. Uh, suggested Carlos Colonoscopy. <laughs> Martin Indoors said smear money <laughs> or X-ray Mysterio. Good one. <laughs> That's good a one. good one. Kurt can't decide if triple HIV or triple AIDS is funnier, so he's submitting <laughs> both. Yeah, good on you. John says Adam Colitis. <laughs> Pablo Pablo says Drew Gulaxative. <laughs> Mixomat Otis Otis. Cystitis mm. O'Neill. Uh, Leo Thrush. Ah, uh, that's a good one. We could have used that last week. One man gang green. <laughs> and Bingo Balanitis. <laughs> ben says Appendix Carter. <laughs> that's good. Porcho says ADHDX. See, I came up with that, but I don't know why I said better. Seat Dandy says Bobby the Brain Hemorrhage Heenan. <laughs> That's a classic one. <laughs> Westy with King Kong Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> King Kong Bunyan. That's right. Okay. <clears throat> Alistair Kevin Rash. <laughs> or Ambulance Storm. <laughs> Big Benny says. <laughs> Common cold sneeze, Austin. <laughs> where, where the fuck would be? There's hundreds. There's hundreds. Paracetamolly Holly. <laughs> Brain McMahon. Brain McMahon. And ibuprofen Bala. <laughs> Flu McIntyre. <laughs> John Dislerie. John Dislerie. Oh my god! The next one. Oh fucking my god. <laughs> Says John La- John Laryngitis. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Tommy Endoscopy. <laughs> Two time listener of the week, Jordy Coyle has got back with gastric band <laughs> master sexy. <laughs> Stevie oh. B with STD Low Brown. BBG with Dusty <laughs> with Dusty Roids. <laughs> Uh, James with Bobby Whip Lashley. Oh, that's smart. Uh, Bobby Whip Lashley, that's good. Chris, Kidney Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Cameron with a few here, Vasek Tommy Dreamer. Alopecia, Sam- Alopecia Samuels. <laughs> Mil- <laughs> Million Dollar Man Ted Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Papa Shingles. <laughs> Oh man, stupid big E bowler, Clamidian. <laughs> That's beautiful. Liam with Greg the Hammeroids Valentine. <laughs> Dunks with Hunter Hearst Hernia. Gladonoid with Super <laughs> Superfly Jimmy Veruca. <laughs> Morgs with AJ Piles, and finally. Gary with Legionnaires of Doom. Oh my God, they were some good ones there. Oh man, they were shit hot, weren't they? Oh, Ibuprofen Bala. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Molly Holly. I love John Laryngitis. (laughs) Oh, hi, John Laryngitis. So good. You want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, you can get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. What are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? Next week we will do. We never done Chinese food the following week, didn't we? No, no, we didn't do Chinese food. No, 
Oh, we need to do Chinese food. Let's do Chinese food. Or Scottish cuisine. Scottish Chinese, cuisine. Chinese food, I think. Right. Chinese, Chinese food. food. Okay, right. Because that'll be food, extra right. good because people will need to walk the line between being funny and no uh, yes. being racist. Yep. So it's a true <laughs> test. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a true test. We don't want any racist stuff. So, no. uh, but put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Um, you know, every week we like to separate the good for the bad in the wrestling, the undertakers for the underfakers. Uh, what do you want to bury and what you want to put this week, Grado? Um, I don't know. What should I? I don't know. Well, you, you watched Undertaker's Farewell, right? <laughs> Undertaker's nope. Farewell was... Uh... Right, well, Undertaker's Farewell was probably the only thing I've seen this week. Um, and I thought it was a bit weird... But it, I mean, it was good getting all his old pals. But it was like, it was a bit of, a, I don't know. Is this just a kind of new thing, right? But like older guys now, when they come back and everybody dances to the theme tunes now, and they all kind of dance like old dance, don't they? Like, yep. you know, in the, in the ring and like Godfather's music hits and like you know, fucking Savio Vegas, pure dancing to it and clapping to it and Mick Foley and all that. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Am I being a wee bit too uh, too too much a Scrooge? No, no I, I, I think you're right. I don't know. I don't even understand why they all came Come on! Why did they all, why were they all out? Because they just all came out and then they vanished. Midian looked as if he'd been carted for the fucking nearest boozer, which I don't if he is having problems, then I feel bad. But do you know what I mean? He looked, he looked covering himself there. Um, I just didn't get it. I didn't get Look, fundamentally, my main issue with this is the Undertaker should have been saying goodbye in front of an audience. Aye, but do you know that way? But Rab, I couldn't really get into it because it's been it's been Undertaker's been it's been a talk all summer. Know that way? Then you feel like that. Aye, like do you know what I mean? It's been shoved in my throats as much as great. It's just, I mean, you can't say that. I can't say that. But I'm just saying emotionally, I wasn't like, oh, fucking bad. But it still would have been. It still would have been. I think. You would have liked it if it had been in front of a crowd, and here's why: we get robbed of, we get robbed of the opportunity to see the Undertaker struggling with his emotions. Mm. A lot of these guys come out and they do their retirement speeches and stuff, and I think they have a lot of plans in their head for how it's going to go. Um, but then the crowd start chanting, and the crowd are just a, a live organic thing, and they do their own thing, they do what they want. And, you know, you see these guys get emotional because the crowd start doing things they maybe didn't expect. Or, you know, or just the crowd being there just emotionally gets to them. What we ended up getting there for Undertaker, I felt, was a bit of a... It was a performance that was really, you know... He was just coming out and doing his bit and there was no audience there to feed off And it was a shame because it, it robbed him, I think, a very real moment and it robbed the audience a very real moment because I think... He the kind of response he would have got, I think, for the crowd. He would have struggled to stay in character and all that, I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you think he had a, do you think the Undertaker had a, had a pure shite day on Sunday, man? Pure day the cameos without his wig on and all that. Hello, Granny. Just pure coming back for it and going, that was a lot of shite, man. I'm going to get ripped this week for all the cameos. And then I'm going out there and there's no fucking crowd. And somebody's fucking invited. Fucking Rikishi, you know what I mean? Aye. I can't it's also that thing, it's like... It's like, like I just, why I get him, man? I've got GMTV in the morning. 
you know that thing as well when all your mates turn up for a hang and you kind of look at your mates and you go fucking hell my mates are a fucking mess <laughs> you know what I mean and I kind of feel I would have felt that as well with a look down and seen what was stunning in the ring and I'd have been like look at the fucking state of them man I know the, and you I know how know. the way you go on Facebook you know right here's what I do I go on Facebook and I look at I, sometimes I see people that I was at school with and it reminds me about how old I'm getting because I look at them and I go fucking look at the state of them man that's look weird, at the state like, of all the people I went to school with. They look fucking ancient. Aye, mate. I went on a, a bird that was in my class at the school. I went on her Facebook today. Don't get me wrong, she's been smoking the hash when she was about 11, but it's t- certainly taking her toll. You know that way you can see her eyes, they're, at, they're all getting that wrinkly way, and she was she was tidy back in the day, you know, and it's just it's a kind of sad thing, and I would imagine Undertaker felt the same, and, you know, it's the awkwardness of like, the Godwins turning up with her gear. <laughs> They're dungarees and all that, no, I mean, like, fucking... Just bring your gear. The <laughs> <laughs> God, Godwin's coming backstage, you know what I mean? Say, Ricky Shee, you brought your gear. <laughs> We're doing it in gear. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Right. <laughs> but why were you on the last of your school space? Yeah, it's today? fucking snipped up, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, uh, aye, anyway. Big Kane came out, and he, he was in the full regalia. Aye, man. That was interesting, wasn't it? Mate, two of them, do you think, that's another thing I know, imagine the Undertaker and Kane getting their wigs fit at the same time. <laughs> Backstage, it's not your wig, no, it's Kane's. Actually, if Undertaker... I'm sure that's mine's. <laughs> if Undertaker was to go on Pointless Celebrities, Kane would be good to go on with him, wouldn't he? Do it together. I, I've never seen Pointless. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> um, Family Fortunes, he could go on that. Oh, um, hi, hi. Undertaker, Kane, who else are they related to? His wife, um, Michelle McCool. What's her second name? Do you know how the Infamous Bosses are about? Katie Vick. Katie Vick. So what did you make of the Paul Bearer hologram? Again, it would have been, could they have done it in front of a crowd? That, that, would, that would have go a... You know what I mean? That would have really kind of... You know what I mean? Would have got a, a really good got a wee clap. Aye, but it was just a kind of fake... <laughs> Oh, look at that. That's nice. That's a nice touch, isn't it? It's a pity you would have thought they could have got Paul Bearer moving instead of it just being like a still. That felt a wee bit low budget to me as well. Well, when you see the one you that could have had, a, you know, well, hi, exactly. You know Imagine I mean? you could have had Paul Bearer moving and doing the whole, oh, my Undertaker, all right. that stuff, you know. Because when I read that he had showed up in a telegram, I thought they'd probably go. In a telegram? I, I thought, what did I say? Like you fucking said that in a telegram, in a hologram, you mean? A hologram. A telegram. Sending a fucking brrr through the wire. Uh, we got a telegram from Mr. Undertaker here. It's uh, Paul Bearer. Come here. <laughs> well, I don't know. But I just kind of thought to myself, when I, when I read the spoiler, I thought, right, they're probably going to get bits and bobs of Paul Bearer's voice through the year because he's probably spoke a bit like being did. Or you know, or something like that. And I thought they would they'll mix it together, but it was kind of snide, wasn't it? Yeah, I just kind of felt it was. Oh, I'm on, but something different, wasn't it? There was no way the Undertaker deserved. I don't think Undertaker. No, obviously he's probably going to go straight into the Hall of Fame. Again, rammed in my throats again, and like, no, rammed in my throats. I don't want to sound like that kind of guy, but it basically just shows you that they've not got much else. Huh? Here's what I want to put over. I want to put over a. Uh, the Drew and Roman Reigns match, which stole the show completely uh, and was a cracking, I've always said, uh, I just love two, two big guys going at each other. I actually messaged Drew to say, 
everybody's going to be talking about the fucking Undertaker, but your match was for fucking dynamite. That was a brilliant. That was a brilliant wrestling match. Um, and Drew looked. I mean, Roman Reigns is special. I think you know. What I mean, I mean, I, I've always said this. You know, I mean, I think Roman Reigns is one of the, you know, once in a generation kind of guys. You know, what I mean, like a singer, isn't he? Aye, he's he's unreal, right? He's special, and and Drew hung with him, no bother in there. Look, totally, totally looked right in there, uh, and you just want to see them. You're, you're thinking to yourself, this could be WrestleMania main event next year. But I would say, Easy. I would say that Reigns coped with Drew, but you know the way you say that, I'd say it the other way. But maybe I'm wrong. What, what do you mean? Well, you just went. What did you say? He kept up with with, with Roman Reigns. I'm like, well, no, I think it'd be the other way a bit, but. No, I'm I, saying no. I, I'm I'm not. I'm saying that the Drew just looked totally looked apart in there. All right, okay, I you know, get it. Totally I, looked looked, apart. Didn't, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Aye, I'm talking shit. Right, Roman Reigns is at the only tapas. Roman Reigns is on the top level in that. The tapas list, isn't he? He's, right. he's, only, <laughs> he's right up top in that company. Uh, uh, um, and Drew was right up top with him in that. And that's you know, and and right away you just kind of go like that. This could be WrestleMania main event next year. Easy, just book that. Just get get this up and running. That's what we want to see. Did it last long? I it was quite long. It was mm. a de- it was a decent. It wasn't a. Uh, I mean, I was expecting it to be, you know, interference and I mean, obviously there was the interference, but uh, what I was happened? expecting the... interference to happen earlier than that. Aye, Jay Russo came in and you know there was a whole. I've just said I've had a temperature come right on me. Then I'm going to my window. It's just right there. So Craig was just a way to just sort of sell out the COVID and that. Mm. Um, let's all go and see what the punters are wanting to bury and wanting to put over this. Week Stephen wants to put all Scotland being class football team getting to the Euros. Big Daddy Drew shagging Randy Orton again. <laughs> Pete winning the Bake Off. Scottish guy. Um, who I Bake Off guy. I uh, freedom it? flower of Scotland. Blah blah. I am Brew. Also, some lassie trying to square go every mammal and Sterling on TikTok. <laughs> We're no on TikTok, mate. I don't know that. We're grown men. We're grown men, Gradle. We're no on. Nah, I've no one TikTok takers on it. But I'm not... John wants to put over the Broken Skull sessions with Undertaker on the WWE Network. The big man oh. kills stories for days. There's a second part of that. I've not watched it yet. Oh, is there a second part? Yes, there's a I second one. Oh, really? It was on right after Survivor Series. Was uh, it good? It was too... I, I've not seen it yet. It was too late. But of course it was going to be good. They opened up with Jack Daniels right at the start. Oh, nice. The Dak Daniels was flowing. They were getting their Dak on. Uh, and, you know, there's got to be some good stories there. Here, I was in a hotel last night. That was the world record for the most amount of bottles of whiskey in the one room. It was a pure old hotel, the Glen Esk Hotel, and somewhere in Aberdeen. And she was like, "Look at this! Isn't this fantastic? Look at all the, the whiskey." And I'm not really a big whiskey guy. I tell the woman, "This is it's just Jack Daniels." But then she went, uh, "Aye, this is the kind of big appeal to this place, right?" And I went, "Cool." And I walked through into the next room, and do you know what they had? A fucking room dedicated to planes, man. A picture of Concord, the 747, A380, and I'm going, fuck, never mind your whiskey. And I goes, get I love this. And she was telling me that the owner was a pilot. By the way, I will be back on Twitch soon. I've just got broadband issues. But um, I, I just thought I'd tell you, it was amazing, man. All these pictures of planes. So I sat there on a wee, um, a, a wee turkey toasty. So it was tidy. So. Beautiful. And this is, was this when you were filming the Hogmanay thing? Aye, wait, what'd you call them? Gary Rhodes uh, Nick Nail Aye uh, Bronze Cello Wants to put over Survivor Series Great show And what a laugh At the Patreon Pay-per-view party 
It was. Oh, nice. So that's the patrons all getting involved in the pay-per-view party. Terry is Undertaker on his promo media Zoom tour advertising it. He's loving all that stuff. And he wants to bury the long, almost 40-minute segment that went with it. Um, right. It was a long segment, wasn't it? Uh, Stephen wants to put all Street Profits versus the New Day for Survivor Series in particular. Well, what, what did we think? Where, where are they going with this? I don't know. I don't know. I th- it's, it's almost like a passing of the torch, but then the New Day are still going. But I know. So it's weird, isn't it? It's a weird setup. I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, and he wants to bury, but Stephen wants to bury Impact for having uh, Swoggle come out as AJ Styles. Really cheap dig at the guy that arguably built their company. Shut up. And I'm really... Oh, and I'm really surprised that, of all people, Carol Anderson was at the centre of it. I thought him and Styles were really close mates. Oh, because I'm sure AJ Styles is... AJ Styles doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He AJ. probably doesn't even know about it. And if he does, he probably went... He's cool. probably laughing at it. Yeah. Aye, that's cool, man. Aye, they're, they're all, I hate to break this to you, Steve, but they're all pals. <laughs> See all the wrestlers, don't they all hate one? That's not like t- they're all pals. Wrestling's kid on. <laughs> Wrestling's kid on. Aye. We should have a t-shirt that says Wrestling's Kid On, wouldn't it? That's a good one. <laughs> Wrestling's Kid On. Daniel wants to put over uh, Pat McAfee on NXT. Didn't think I'd say that, but he's doing some very good work. Uh, John made a wee face there like, yes, he is. Uh, he is. He's, 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 I think he's been exceptional. Like, really, really good. Mm. His promo is fantastic, and he's no bad in the ring and all. So. And Daniel wants to bury the Women's Survivor match. Just weird booking overall. The Women's Survivor match, Grado, Lana won. Lana was the sole survivor. No, I did see the bit for Raw with her and Nikki Storm. That was a bit weird. No, that was um, uh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, sorry. But that's all right, mate. They are <laughs> beef. Uh, um, that was not They like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Willie wants to put her Sheamus versus Riddle for Raw this week. Belt of your match. And he wants to bury Survivor Series as a concept. No! No, I want to come in there on that. I fucking hate the traditional Survivor Series setup. The four versus four, four teams flung together. I couldn't give a fuck. Can I hear an amen? I don't know. I quite like it. Why do you like it? Why do you like it? I don't know. It's just, I think it's just tradition. You're kind of brought. Survivor Series used to be my favourite paper. I remember going to the video shop when I was away and, you know, like getting the old Survivor Series um, 89 and all that sort of stuff. It was all the teams. It's all exciting because all the wrestlers are getting together and they're a team against the baddie team. And I like that. I think that just stuck with me. Rab, I love multi mans as well. I do. I don't know whether it's for a wrestler point of view, but I Mate, like you love being cause... in them because you can get arrested. <laughs> Fucking, you nailed it. <laughs> you absolutely nailed it. Because quite a lot of the time, you know, especially at the start, they're all working on the fly, right? You getting wheeled this something together, blah blah, and it, and it's always a lot. Of, it's just kind of, and it, a lot, a lot of it's just improvises as they go along. So I like watching to see how they, how they go. Let's see if I can bump shit. It's right. not much, but <laughs> nah, it's not for me. Stephen wants to put all the Drew and Roman match and Barry Strowman headbutting Adam square in the forehead, but I'm having a bruise on Topi's head. The bruise was put in the wrong place. Bad work by the makeup team there on that one. You kind of get in past these wrestling daft listeners, by the way. They won't notice anything. And Fraser also wants to put all Drew and Roman. He says he'll admit that it was he was sceptical about the way it was built, but he says the match itself when it got gone was great. Drew still looks strong despite the loss. And there's a doubt of whether Roman would have kicked out Eric Claymore if there'd no been an F bump, he says. And he also <laughs> wants to bury 
That 24-7 titles just no longer relevant. It's had its high point when Drake was champ. I just sighed when it ended up backing our truths on. What have you done that? Uh, and finally, finally, Scottish Wrestling Network wants to put over the Reface app for having Grado in the turkey suit as the Thanksgiving featured video. I bet Grado had a few notifications about that. Did you have a, a few notifications right, about that, mate? getting all day, man. Don't, I got to be by a buzz, man. You're getting that Reface app and it's fucking Joe Leaper, David Beckham, Miley Cyrus, then me. That's <laughs> honestly... <laughs> <laughs> The fucking the turkey, but one of the lowest points. I thought, nah, it wasn't a low point, it was good fun. Then that I, I like being in the turkey match. Although TNA would done usually every year, they go, What was your favorite turkey suit memory? Because I think AJ Styles done it or that. And usually every year they post me, but this year's another the bastard. So get up, he's a go and reface. Fucking AJ, well, good on you, mate. Good on you. <laughs> Woo! So you can get me wrestling daft content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. You can even get signed up for a year as a wee Christmas present to yourself. We've got three tiers which you can choose and you can get involved at the website patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. The first tier is a cruiserweight champion which is $4 a month and you get patron only chat communities, ad free versions of all the episodes, you get early access, you get random bonus content, a video version of the marks, plus you get to vote on what you want to see featured in the list of wrestling daft and for the marks fantasy booking island. Tier 2, you get everything else with that. It's, a, it's $10 a month, you're the Intercontinental Champion, and you get video versions of the podcast each week. Bonus episodes up there, now you can get the Rabone Wrestling, the RF video shoot interview with uh, Rab and my Grado It's Yourself story. Plus there's going to be a new Dafties one up each week where the marks are arguing over the best and worst wrestler match and moment of the month. And we have some very special ones planned for Christmas. You can also join the Patreon pay-per-view parties. Shout out to Robert, Paul, Pablo and everybody else who watched Survivor Series on Monday. Tier 3, you're the World Heavyweight Champion, which is $20 a month. I've written the previous tiers again. You get a free wrestling daft shirt that's in your choice. You must be signed up for a minimum of three months. Plus, you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks. We'll do a running on the show. So if you fancy that and becoming one of our patrons, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft as we would love to welcome you to the roster. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the part of the show now where we invite you, the listeners, to their run-in. Come on, ask what you want. You might want to praise the pilot episode of the Scots. It was fantastic. Go a series. And ask, will we see it in the telly again? Aye, we will. Or just talk about what you want for Christmas. This week, let's welcome the show. He's a wrestler to It's Kurt Cooper, a.k.a. Chris Jack. Chris Jack in the house on Wrestling Daft. This is a historic moment. And there he is, Chris wow. Jack himself. How you doing, brother? I'm a bad lad yourself. I'm great, actually. I'm actually in top form. How are you, Chris? I'm not bad, Grado. Not bad at all. Thanks for having me on tonight. What's the deal? John was saying you're for Ireland, or do you work in Ireland, or what's, what's well, the score? Right, so uh, I'm for Lanark uh, originally, and then I moved over to Northern Ireland with my wife uh, back in 2014, uh, six years ago. Why did you move? Uh, uh, for love, for love. love. Uh, my wife's over here, uh, so we'd been married a year back home. 
uh, and then we moved over here, uh, over to, to lovely Larn, right in the, the East Antrim coast. Did you say that you're married? Sorry. Yes, um, yes. Oh man, I got a bit of advice last night off Nick Nairn and Dougie Vipond, they told me never <laughs> to get married. So Aye. Did they say I, that? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, they both like, said that. Both of them said that, mate. See, I always feel see see these fucking guys that say that never never get married by the way. Never, they're the they're the fucking problem. They guys, they're the, I feel for their fucking wives or their ex wives. Guys that hit out with that par. Well, Nick Nairn, sure Nick Nairn can fuck off. Nick Nairn can fuck off with that par. Did you have any theme song when you walked down the island? What was your first dance? That kind of thing. I let you know that. Well, see, I'd, it wasn't until I was at the altar that I was thinking. You know, so something classical, something a bit classy for the venue. Right. And I really was uh, gutted that I never thought about putting the, the theme tune for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, as I was coming down. Ah. Right. Like, that, that's what I wanted. Uh, our first dance, my wife got to pick that. So that was Forever Love by Gary Barlow, because she's a big Take That fan. Oh, nice. But we didn't account for the fact that the song lasts about five and a half minutes. So, <laughs> so, for, so for the first minute and a half, it was all right. And then for the rest of it, you're just kind of like... Walks around in a circle thinking, when the fuck's this going to end? But no, it's a crack day. That day. sounds good. You've you've given me a wee bit of buzz, right? Tell me if you think this is pathetic, right? But I feel as if, right, and you, please be honest here, right? But I, if, if I get ma- when I get married, because I probably will, well, you never know which one we're going to fuck's sake. Oh, hold on. Hold on a minute. Yeah, if you get married, married off, probably. But what's happening here? There's nothing happening. I just like to listen to things on Spotify and I think this is what I want. Come listen, if, well, listen, see if you need any advice about the buying the rings and all that, right? You know, I've been doing that road, so you just give me a shout. Hey, do you want to listen to this and tell me if you think this is pathetic, right? I'd, I'd get to come down to this, right? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, it's off I get by the way, wait there, right? Are you stunning there, Matt? What's that, I'm not good. <laughs> How good is that? I know Chris like this. <laughs> and then I want you to see it kicking in, right? Right. She's dead weird, isn't it, man? Dun, 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 dun. Even get the bit I've got. Isn't that beautiful? That's quite, I mean, would she, would, she, would she go for that, do you think? She's getting the option. She's <laughs> <laughs> just getting tell and that's it. Right, Chris, tell us about, tell us about your, you, you wrestle yourself, didn't you? So I do, yeah. I, I've told John a couple of times when I've been in the, the Mark show. Uh, I took up uh, wrestling training back in 2018. Uh, purely what, what age What age did you start? Uh, 32. Fuck man, DDP done it. Doing a fucking DDP, mate. Yeah, but I mean, your age shouldn't be a factor. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, it's it depends on the type of. It depends on the type of. Because I I was thinking back to, like, I've been watching an awful lot of old British wrestling lately because of something I'm writing at the minute. Mm. So I've been watching an awful lot of kind of old world of sport British wrestling and stuff like that. And fucking very few of these guys were young. Very very few of these guys were young. You know what I mean? And even when I think of. Um, you know the Japanese wrestling that I love and stuff like that. Uh, you know it's, some of these guys when 
when it feels like they were at their peak and stuff like that were like in their late thirties and stuff like that, you know what I mean? When they were really so I suppose it's just a, a style of working in it. It's like no, that's there's it. a very athletic style of working these days. Um that's kind of came for the indie scene and has moved into the kind of spotlight in the in, in the majors and uh, you know it's very athletic, very very fast paced and stuff like that. But I just think you know you, you can still you know what fucking what fucking age what were we talking about who were we talking about recently again who was like did we no mention talk about last week somebody who was old and is still doing fucking Jericho Jericho yeah. aye Jericho Jericho you know what I mean so you've what? got you've got plenty of time what is the scene like in Ireland. Uh, the the Northern Irish scene's been been a bit up and down uh, over the, the last couple of years. Uh, PWU was the, the the big the big one, and then there was like a few guys broke off for that and formed this company called Uprising. That was mainly uh, uh, Corvin and Bonesaw, Kings of the North. Like they they went over right. and did that. Whereas uh, Tucker, uh, JDP, Big Tron as well. I don't know if he's know these. Oh, he he was signed at one point, Big Tron. It was uh, OVW, I think. Aye. Aye, man. He I mean. <laughs> The guy's fucking massive, man. Oh, I remember I seen him years ago for WrestleZone. I think he went out in uh, Newcastle to train. And uh, I, so what did he, was he actually signed to a developmental deal? Like, I he was I'm by? pretty sure it was like, uh, he kind of stopped taking the training uh, just then about the time that I was starting up. So, so I don't know what all his backstory, but I know that he was, he mm. was over there for a good bit. Obviously, uh, Tucker as well. And then, then about the same time, then about sort of February last year, uh, both Uprising and PWU kind of went in the shitter and then two new companies came up uh, one of which is Titanic Wrestling which is the, the company that I, that I train with and, and work with now uh, and it's we, we were kind of getting things back on track and then Covid hit and then for some of them the, the Me Too stuff hit and that kind of knocked one of the other uh, companies out of the water because of stuff that had been going on there as well but uh, there's a there's another there's another wee company that I've done a few bits with uh, alongside one Bingo Balance as well. <laughs> right, so Bingo uh, Balance. Right, right, so we're not talking. Let's about... get to the point here. Like, can you get us in contact with Bingo? And I have you met? Good. I probably could. I have. I worked. Uh, I worked a couple of shows with him uh, last summer. Uh, one of which ended up with me getting attacked by a pensioner uh, when I was uh, doing a, a manager gimmick for one of the boys. Right. Uh, so I, I've not I've not spoke to him for like I think since that show. Tell him we're looking for him. We're looking for him. You need to tell him we, we want him because I want, I want to manage this guy in ICW when, when wrestling comes back. Uh, I manage Bingo Balance in ICW right to the top. I just, I mean, I just can't believe he's never ever messaged us. You know what I mean? He's been, he, when you, when I think of people that we talk about, Bingo Balance is number one. Bingo Balance. It's Bingo. Bingo Balance has had more mentions on this show than fucking anybody. The, the Undertaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bingo Balance should do some cameos. <laughs> that would be brilliant. It would be brilliant if we could get Hello Granny. If we could get Bingo Balance and then get the punters to send in cameos for Bingo Balance today would just be the fucking highest point <laughs> has ever been. Right, my man, what questions have you what's your finishing move? Oh, I forgot this question. I it was uh the 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 deadline maker. Uh, like my gimmick is that I'm a, a dot sheet journalist kind of thing. Oh, oh that's nice. Very good, that's by a the way. Good gimmick. So I'm I'm still trying to work out a few of the kinks with it. Like I was uh, I've been doing like my own podcast, like in character and stuff as well for a wee bit as well. So I was trying to get all the puns in for all my moves and stuff. That's uh, a so good gimmick, by the way. That's a good gimmick. Different. Than that. It's a, the sort of kind of thing that would work in ICW. Ah, yes. 
So my my finisher is the, the the deadline maker, and it's a double underhook DDT kind of thing. Nice. Like, uh, no, not double underhook. Sorry, uh, like Andrade's hammerlock DDT. Right. Uh, but then one of the, a couple of the more established guys at the the training uh, gym have started using variations of DDTs as well. So I might need to change it up by the time we get back. Uh, we we were always dealt when I first started training. DDTs were banned, like because. Folk would just do everybody can DDT. You know what I mean? Aye. It's the, the, the thing you done in the playground. DDT! So Shamer, I think Shamer actually banned it. Did they? Did Shamer ban the DDT? I think so, aye. Shamer gone. <laughs> <laughs> my finishing move would just be called the Grogger, and it would just be me spitting a big fucking Grogger on the guy's face. <laughs> and in, co- in COVID times as well, that, that would be the ultimate heat seeker. It'd be dynamite. It'd be dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would I would love to do that. And you imagine you know sometimes you get the matches where the your opponent uses your finisher on you. Oh yeah, that as well. So sometimes it be matches I'm grog on the guy's face Aye. and he's fucking oh, right back in my face, man. Be brilliant. Brilliant. Right. So what's your questions, man? So uh the question for, for yourself, Ab, and you kinda alluded to it a wee bit earlier on. Uh you talk quite a lot about how you your your dream is always to be get wrestling back on terrestrial telly. Uh, how close have you got to that and what kind of ways have you looked at doing it? Um, I, I wouldn't say I've ever really got... Frustratingly, I've never really got particularly close. I mean, my dream had always been... My dream had always been for there just to be a weekly uh, wrestling show on terrestrial telly. Uh, and I remember... And there's been so many opportunities for it to happen. Probably the closest we ever got was when... Um, me and Greg kind of pitched it to BBC Scotland back in the day, and me and Greg were going to be involved, and and only that. And and this was like a, a long time ago. We went in and pitched it to the commissioner, and we wanted to use the vast majority of Scottish boys, guys like Grado and and stuff like that. We wanted to have a couple of imports as well, though, like a few imports. We wanted a few English people on it. We wanted Page on it. Mm. Um, we, we wanted um, Spud. Wanted Spud on it. Uh, they were the kind of they were the kind of ones we wanted to bring in, but apart from that, just like all the Scottish talent and stuff like that. And, um, so that was my go. I mean, go reasonably close with NWA UK Hammerlock as well back in the day. Um, you know, to the point where you know it kind of too many fingers get in the the, the pie in it. Um, we lost control of it, and uh, it's just it's, it's it's difficult, and I, I think it's frustrating. I remember when um, STV Glasgow started up. Do you remember that when STV had the main STV Glasgow channel? I remember going to them and saying, "You should have a wrestling show on every week. That would actually get people watching." Um, they just put Tam Cowan and Michelle McManus on it, but because they put her name and everything on that channel. No, well, they just died. They just didn't. They didn't really take any chances with anything. And then even with the BBC Scotland channel started starting, you know what I mean? I'm just kind of thinking, why would you know? But of course, it's it's different now because ICW are in way WWE now. You know what I mean? They've got they've got their way of getting out to an audience. But it's still no, it's still no the kind of thing I'm talking about, which is like a terrestrial audience, which is like making names for people um, in the country. You know what I mean? Making celebrities out of people in the country that they live in, which I'm not sure... The WWE deal kind of does, do you know what I mean? Because it's kind of playing out to an audience that already has the WWE network. I mean, I think it's a great deal. It's an amazing thing um, these guys having. But I think the thing, you know, the thing I would like to see is, you know, own terrestrial, own normal telly, own the iPlayer, um, a wrestling show every week. Would be I just don't think it will happen ever again now. I think that's it completely by. I don't think it will ever be. It'll never work. 
be a question for Grado. Uh, I did, aye. Uh, and again, kind of based on, on something that we, we spoke about earlier on, there, obviously, the, the one bit of advice that a lot of folk get when they come in is, you know, when it comes to your gimmick and your character, it should be yourself turned up to 11. Uh, well, that's, that's what a lot of folk... Uh, 11. 11. <laughs> uh, but what, what I was going to ask you, Grado, is if Grado hadn't took off, if if nobody had got behind that, what would your character or your gimmick possibly have been? I always wanted, and it was Adam Shame, funnily enough, that gave me an idea about being... Uh, you ever seen Clinton Baptiste? Aye. He's the, the medium, the spiritualist. Aye, was that he in Phoenix Nights? Was he in mm-hmm. that? But before, because he's just recently came back. By the way, he's got the best podcast ever, Clinton Baptiste. And you can, you, if you'd done it in wrestling, it would be completely ripping him off. But he gave me an idea about, about being like a sort of camp medium and, and reading the, reading um, like the re- wrestling fans' horns and predicting the future and uh, gain readings and seeing ghosts and stuff like that. And I always had that in the back of my mind. But Apart from that, that's about the only one. I can't think of there's anything else that I've ever um, thought about, even. I'm trying to think. Bus driver. Bus driver now, or a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> come out one week as a bus driver, come out next week as a as a pilot. But I can't fucking think of a, if I've actually seen a gimmick. Do you know what I've always wanted to do? Here's a weird thing, right? I've always wanted to wrestle in an Elvis suit. <coughs> Hi. I've always wanted to wrestle in. Remember the the, the, the flying Elvises in TNA. Yeah, I've always wanted to have an Elvis suit with cut off arms, the flares, and the boots. Don't ask me why, right? I don't. I'm not a big fucking Elvis fan. I don't really know much about him, but I'd I'd love to wrestle. That. And I've often think thought about like putting grade on a jumpsuit and then. Oh, you definitely could. I mean, you can so. see that a big show. You coming out with the Elvis jumpsuit on that, and your hair all done. That way, with the fucking Grado and rhinestones on the back, be fucking dynamite. Aye, aye. But again, that was probably just me. And you could even have an Elvis impersonator singing your entrance theme. Aye, all well, that kind amazing. of stuff. And so I think as as a as a trainee, pretty much still because I've not got a lot of matches under my belt. It's I'm kind of at that stage where I don't know if I like stick or twist with like my gimmick, mm. you know, kind of freshen stuff up because whenever we get back, you know. Would it be better for me to be doing something else opposed to the stuff that I've done for the last couple of years? So I'm just kind of. The one thing that tells your your gimmick's pretty original. I mean, well, there has there was a guy years ago that called himself the Smart Mark and stuff like that, but never actually ended. It's done like the dirt sheet writing stuff. So I think you uh, go with that. Man. The only thing I would say about the dirt sheet writer thing is like you never be a baby face. Aye. You never be a face with that gimmick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but that's all right. That's Aye. all right. You know what I mean? And even it's actually quite a good. Even if whatever happens with the wrestling, it's a good managing gimmick as well. The ma- well, that's, managing somebody that's the dirt sheet, right? You that, that's pretty much how it, how it started. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was managing uh, a boy, uh, Lewis Alexander, uh, and basically I was coming out with like the, the dead top newspaper saying, like, Lewis is the real deal, all this kind of stuff. Yep. Using the paper as my, my gimmick, as my weapon, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I had that going, but it's just, as I say, it's just trying to get a, get a good run at it to build up the momentum. Mate. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, you'll need to keep us updated once you once you get back up and running. Keep yourself safe. Don't get any injuries. Get it going. And who knows? Maybe one day you might step into the ring with Grado himself. Or you might tag with Rab. Remember, I trained you, Rab. Do you tell people that now? <laughs> well, you. 
I don't know. Did you train me? I don't know. Nah, I didn't it was Wolfgang. It was Wolfgang. I mean, see, did it? it was Wolfgang that trained me. Aye. I was trained by Wolfgang. Um, I was and taught the same day. Mayor Wolfgang, then Rudo. Then... Aye, all right. Right, cool, man. Then you, maybe. <laughs> I just remember you eating a lot of snacks. <laughs> <You're> not... <laughs> <laughs> right, Chris, thanks so much for coming right. on. Cheers, well, mate. My best to your wife as well. Aye, all the best, pal. All the best. See you later. No worries, man. See you later. Bye-bye. Cheers. So thanks to Chris Jack there. Look out for him if you're on the Irish scene. You might see Chris Jack uh, tangling with your favourite pretty soon, writing up some nasty reports about your favourite on the dirt sheets. Uh, and if you want to be on next week's running, best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as our World Heavyweight Champs get first dibs, IC Champs get second dibs, and Cruiserweight Champions get third. Get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to get yourself involved. Woo! Rob, how are you getting on with VPNs? Are you using one yet? Uh, could you explain to me what a VPN right, is? A VPN, honestly, it's the easiest way to watch English Premier League action this season. It's not just English Premier League, but you can get it with basically anything. Whether you're a supporter of the Red Devils, the Blues, the Citizens, the Hammers, or the Gunners. The easiest way to watch these games is with ExpressVPN. Not only that, but it lets anybody in the world get the cheapest EPL subscription on the market. Have I got your attention, Rob? You have got my attention 100%, well, mate. Well, instead of paying for an expensive cable package, you can watch all the EPL games, full replays, for less than four quid a month on Peacock Premium. The catch, man. It's only accessible from the United States. Oh, well, that's where ExpressVPN comes in because it lets you change your online location to a country of your choice so you can access content that's otherwise locked in your region. So you can get 380 games of the EPL this year, plus... No, just that, Rab, man. You can get to watch Saturday Night Live, American Ninja Warrior, Peacock Originals, Brave New World. I held, heard that's an absolute cracker. So just fire up ExpressVPN, connect to the United States, subscribe to Peacock Premium, and watch. So what you do is you go to expressvpn.com forward slash wrestling to get an extra three months, three months of ExpressVPN, free on a one-year package, and that goes for everyone, not just our international listeners. ExpressVPN.com slash wrestling. Get three months free at ExpressVPN.com slash wrestling. That's that a hell of a deal. That's a hell of a deal. That's a hell of a deal, mate, because basically what you do is you just put it to the United States, sign up for bar, and watch all the EPL games that all the Yanks get, so it's tidy. You just made the list! Every week we run down a chart of something wrestling related in the list of wrestling daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Now, inspired by Undertaker's cameo appearance, it's another Grado choice this week. He wanted to know who are the best and worst wrestlers on social media. This week with 55% of the vote, of course, it was the worst wrestlers on social media that won it, which is really difficult for me today, a top three, because I have to be honest, I, I follow very, very few wrestlers on social media. Well, you see, that's diff- it's weird, because see, when I sit here and think about it, when I I don't hardly watch wrestling anymore, right? My wrestling is social media, like people's tweets, what they tweet, and all the kind of arguments that they all get into. That's my wrestling. It's weird that, isn't it, when you think about it? But that's me. That's how I watch wrestling is through Twitter. Aye. Well, then, I, I just don't really follow that many wrestlers, and most of the wrestlers I do follow are the ones that are good on Twitter. So, you know, your Big E, your... Uh, aye. Yeah, who else is good? Your uh, Kevin Nash, your... Um, it's always like good. Kevin that. Kevin Nash is always tweeting about like the FBI and all that. No, he's he's tweeting about like <laughs> hating Trump and all that. Being a good guy. Um, 
But I don't really know if I have a three worst ones. And also, I think it's quite cruel to be going, well, this person's shite. Whose Aye. idea was this list? Who was it? It's another I, I, just best choice. and worst, but I don't mean to... I don't think it... I mean, look, if we turn around and say, yeah, you know, we don't like what... Kermit, I'm going to say Kermit. Is Kermit uh, on see, Twitter? I love him. I don't like him on Twitter. I don't know. I've never looked Mate, at Twitter, him and Dave Meltzer are heavy fell out. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Every episode back and forth. It's just... Who has Jim Cornett no fell out with? I know. I know. I know he's... That's uh, true. No, I mean... Uh, anyway. At some point, you've got to go... Problem must be with that guy. Uh, anyway, let's see what... The fucking work. Let's see what the punters have got to say. Mick has Curtis Hughes on his Facebook, and apparently he does throwback day every other day, always him and the um. And he also does stuff like love good barbecue, and it's a photo of Doritos and a bun. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> Curtis Hughes was the guy who... Um, I mean, he's... I mean, he's not... He, He's, oh, fucking Curtis Hughes! Curtis Huge! Fucking hell, he follows Curtis Hughes. <laughs> That's all it is, man. Um, aye, Mister Hughes. So, <laughs> brilliant. I love how he follows him and watches what he fucking eats. No, That's class. See, I'd like that. I'd like to follow him. I mean, follow him. Uh, Scott says. Good night, Hulkamaniacs and Jabroni Marks without a life. It don't know it's a work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot. Marks for Hulk Hogan. He says this could be in the best and worst of social media. No, it's just it's the, the fucking best. best. It's the it's best. Uh, Dan says currently the pish that is the Undertaker on cameo on TikTok. Absolutely horrific. I mean, it's a good laugh, isn't it? I mean, he is. It kind of spoils the mysteriousness of it, but come on, we've got to go with it, Wendy. You know what I mean? Um, Chris says Ryback, the shite he spouts is cringeworthy. Um, I feel mate, for Ryback. Uh, mate, he's one of the nicest guys, by the way. One of the nicest guys. <laughs> That's fucking. But, but why can Ryback not get a sniff anywhere? I don't know what's happened with him. He's just. But, but remember before he, he left WWE, done all the stuff about the contracts, and mm -hmm. I mean he did have the worst idea about you know everybody in wrestling should always pay the same because it's a work, which just is daft. Would you ever have? The guy that's playing the showkeeper in a movie, was he going to get paid the same as Robert De Niro? It doesn't work like that. But um, I drove Ryback for Motherwell to Glasgow once. He was in my motor. What did you talk about? I was in the back and I was like... Who was in the back? You reckon I hit my bird? And I was like, did you can this guy? He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, it's Ryback, man. Was this Kerry Von Erich? I put one sky and I was like, I sound it was in the motor. Was it Kerry Von Erich? Kerry Von Erich, aye. Um, so... I'm amazed that you had Ryback in the back of your car. Uh, in fact, he sat up front with me. Sat up front. We worked each other. He was, we had a good match. The only thing is, he wanted to date me. He was like, he was up for everything. Do you know that way? Because he was one of these guys that he'd just been released. It was one of his first couple of matches. And he wanted to do the fucking planchette or the top rope. He wanted to do fucking chair shots. And he was right up for everything, which was good. Do you know what I mean? You're um, like, calm down, no. Ah, you're like, calm down, calm down mate. mate. Fucking, we'll just... Let's just do a dance-off. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye. But he was absolutely brand new. But then, uh, yeah, I walked him and then I took him back into Glasgow. And then that was like the Saturday. And then the following Thursday, I met him again in New Orleans because it was WrestleMania. And I was like, how you doing, mate? <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> Good fight, man. Game easy. <laughs> cool, right, I'll probably catch up with you on the weekend, Megan. 
Gordon says, "What are you doing?" Gordon says, "Remember me." <laughs> remember me, I wrestled you on Saturday night, mother, when I gave you a run my car back to Glasgow. Remember me, I'm not my bottom of my back, my mother, no? <laughs> Gordon says Marty Gennetti, just, <laughs> just for his apparent <laughs> confession of murder. I just <laughs> It was so awkward, right, because he was telling me about this fucking uh, protein powder that he was making, right? We've known about it for ages and ages and ages. And spoke about it, and it was like when I first met my girlfriend. Have you got over the protein body any minute? So if there was like a big difference between the fucking Saturday and the first day, you know what I mean? Have you got over that night? Anyway, uh, Daniel says Joey Ryan used to think Walloper was only descri- used to describe his gimmick. Superstar Billy Graham seems like a prick as well. Everybody's letting loose here. Chris says. Donald Trump. Well, that's interesting. Donald Trump is a wrestling personality. Never shuts up. And he's worse than Triple H when it comes to doing the job and losing. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen says the worst wrestler on social media is Grado. Wish he would stop posting photos and videos of food. I'm on a health kick. You don't do it so much anymore, do you? Post the food. Don't, mate. No, because I'm, you can't get for dinner. No, no. No, you did used to post up some delicious fucking scran, though. Mate, that's... Sometimes I'd be in my bed at fucking midnight and then you'd stick up on Instagram something with some delicious fucking burger somewhere or something. I know, I know. I miss the days, man. Fuck. It's fucking... No, it's just pieces and Is that just like when you're on the road travelling about just getting Aye, scrams man. here, there and everywhere? Back in the day now, I'm just going to look at the candy bar and sockets for a plate of soup. I'm oh. fucking not loading that. Jesus Christ, it's yeah, depressing, Christmas isn't far away and today being... Friday, we're going Black Friday daft with 25% off in our store. 25% off. You so can have a wrestling daft t-shirt, hoodie, phone cover, trucker cap, one air ranger, grade inspired bum bags at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. On there you'll find designs such as Alexa, who is Graham Stevely, I'm a Mark, crud, chips, cheese and donor meat and I'm a wrestler. Tay, you need to go on there. You can even get a face mask to wear while you're stuck in line for Smith trying desperately to get your hands on that PlayStation 5. You fucking still know we got one. I've been playing mine all week. I've been playing NBA all week. So check out our range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft now or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft. Christmas is coming. Time to get some presents for your granny. Hello, granny. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's that point in the show where we dump Biff Tannen into some shite and head back to the future. Last week, Gredo told you to watch, well, I think it was actually me that told you to watch Survivor Series Deadly Game for 1998. Uh, Can I just cut you off before we start talking about this? Tell me what you think, Rab and John, but I think this is the shittest part of the show. And so I think we should change it. What do you want to change it to? Let's change it. What do you want to change it? I I had an idea idea about it, Gray, but you go first. No, you go first. We should hear this because I like what we're... I thought for the retro review, what we could do is invite on a wrestler or a personality who enjoys too much hassle, and then we have a bit of chat with them, and then we they can. You never get the math. No, fuck that. I this is my like idea. All the guys that are in IC, like all the like things here, your Sean McLaughlin's. Ah, for fuck. Who's wants to listen to Sean McLaughlin? Sean's a great. Sean's a great guy. Yes, he's great. But I don't want to fucking put up with him when we've been doing the podcast for tours and he comes on and starts telling stories. He tell me on WhatsApp. He's my idea. Here's right. Right. Okay. 
Alistair podcast. I just just come into my head, right? A football podcast regarding a certain club, and they at the end of their podcast read redo a wee letter. And I think the best stuff in this podcast is when punters tell their stories. What about we done? I mean, John, you maybe know better if if this would work easy, but just like people t- tell us right in their memories a wrestling moment or something that's happened to them or a story about wrestling that means a lot to them. Now I know you get this right at the start, but if we actually made it a feature. Do you know what I mean? Like a retro kind of memory. I don't know. It could be. It could be played out. What do you think, Rab? Do you know what I mean? Right. Here's my idea. Right. Right. On you go. He'll, he'll nail it because he knows he's the writer. He'll here's my he's, idea. He's why don't we get? The, why don't we get the punters to send in um, funny stories for their past? Right. It doesn't even have to have anything to do with wrestling. Yeah. Just a funny story about what's happened to them in their life. It has to be true. Is the only thing. And here's what we do at the end of the show every time. Right. We call it wrestling daft road stories. Right. And we set it up like me and Gredo are driving him for a show. Right. And one is has to go like that to the other one. I need to tell you a story, brother, about something I heard for this guy, right? Something this something that happened. As if we're driving him and we're, maybe we could even put a wee sound effect in here, like a road and traffic in the background. Aye. A nice white ease out of the show and we tell it and we have to tell this story that somebody sent in. Mm-hmm. That'll, be, that'll be beautiful, but there you go. Rest, wrestling daft and road stories, because they fuckers watching re- Survivor Series 98. Well, on. you say that, Grado, but Bronze Cello, bronze, you know what I mean? Cello did. He says, Love this pay per view. Wore out the VHS years back. Uh, match of the night, three way tag match for me. The Rock looked like an absolute star, beating Boss Man in like five seconds. Screwing mankind to gee Rock the belt was great storytelling. Laid the groundwork for Austin versus Rock at Mania 15. Let me tell you something. I remember watching this pay per view. This is me, Rab Florence. I remember watching it, and when The Rock beat the Boss Man in like five seconds, I was like, oh my God, it's the most mental thing I've ever seen. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then when it turns out at the end of the night, it was all a fucking fix. The fix was in. The Boss Man fucking laid down for him. It was the, one of the best twists in the history of wrestling. Daniel says the interesting part of the pay-per-view was a terrible chair shot by Briscoe. I've heard Pritchard and Austin tell stories that it was meant to be boss man, but he missed his cue and they called an audible. It <laughs> certainly is one of the best booked pay-per-views ever, though. Absolutely, what a show. Tap to finish. Chris said Survivor Series 98 is a great pay-per-view. Here's what he said, actually. He says, I always thought it was unfairly criticised, but this is largely due to American reviewers no like the tournament format. It's great storytelling from start to finish. It ends with a proper jaw-drop conclusion. Love the hinking behind the book in the rock. Having corporate team members sacrifice themselves in each round so the rock advances easy, but no making it obvious to the viewers that was what happening. Thought Shane screwing Steve Austin then gaining him the bird was an attitude era defining moment. Only part I didn't like was Vince <laughs> ringing the bell with mankind in the sharpshooter and an obvious dig at Bret Hart. I get why he did it, but this pay-per-view felt about the, push, the future, not the past, and it seemed cheap. Oh, no, it's one of the best pay-per-views of the late 90s. Only top to that era, in my opinion, a Canadian stampede. He says so. That was what Chris <laughs> said about it. Uh, Chris, a big fan of the Rock. Uh, so, so we're not going to pick any shows for next week because next week we're going to have our first wrestling daft road story, and that's going to be one of your stories, something for your past, something funny you did at a family party, something that happened at a wedding, a fight Aye. you were involved in, somebody you shagged that you shouldn't have shagged, <laughs> whatever that might be. It's got to be the kind of story that a wrestler might tell another wrestler. When they're on the road driving him for a show. It's going to be the kind of story that has a bit of sauce, a bit of juice to it, a bit of drama to it, something that's going to make the other one laugh. And here's the why I think it should work as well. Only one of you should see it. Like, if it's my turn to tell the story, only I should see it. You shouldn't see it, Gredo. And Mm -hmm. if it's your turn to tell the story, only you should have it and you tell it to me. That's good. It'll be be beautiful. I love it. I want want fans to send in their story about themselves and for them to go, should I have sent that? 
Because this is what happens when you're, you're on the road, you're tired, you end up telling everybody your fucking darkest secrets. And once you get home and wake up the next morning, you go, fuck, I shouldn't have told them that. That's what beautiful. we want. That'll be beautiful. So get them in, get them in, and, and make them a decent length, need two sentence ones. Uh, we want your full name and all that as well, because we have to be able to go, well, I need to tell you about this guy, this guy Bingo Balance, right? <laughs> I fucking worked with you on a show once, right? So, so get them in, get them in, uh, and, and maybe it'll be you next week. That's it for this week's show. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts. Don't give us any excuses. Jump on this, because I'll tell you something, this show's about to turn a corner. And it's very special uh, with these road stories starting next week. I feel as if Wrestling Daft's going to become the most avant-garde, most experimental podcast in the wrestling game. We go twice a week, uh, so you can catch us on a Friday. Catch a Mark's podcast on a Tuesday. That's where you guys actually watch your wrestling. They know what's going on. Also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to check out the video version. And why not buy yourself a t-shirt? Come on, it's Christmas. Come on, shop.spreadshop.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft grado. That was our child that's coming to the room. Mate, I thought that was in my room up here. Looked about a shot. Ellie, go away. <laughs> Beautiful. Grado, it's yourself. Up the road. Up the road. Up the road. That's yourself. It's yourself. 11, 11. Next week, get your stories in. Aye. Hello, Granny. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Granny. <laughs> Audio Frontier. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.